Why, hello there, and welcome to this episode of Sometimes I Talk to Myself. You know, whenever I do that entry, the, the, the intro, I, I struggle with that because I don't take a deep enough breath. <laughs> so I'm like, hello, and welcome to Sometimes I Talk to Myself. <laughs> I try to play it off, but I'm just being honest with y'all that yeah, I'll be out of breath, so let me try that again. Hello there, and welcome to this episode of Sometimes I Talk to Myself. <laughs> that was better. Ah, okay, so I got to take a really deep breath next time before I hit record. How y'all doing? How y'all my mama doing? How y'all cousin doing? Your grandma on them? They good? Okay, just checking. Well, anyway... Today is a great day. I, um, I'm laying across my couch. I just got back in the house. My daughter and I ran a few errands and then came back and she left to go drop off an application so she can get a little job. So that's exciting. Um, what else is going on? I'm going over to a friend's house to watch movies tonight and I'm excited about that. Hopefully when I'm done with this uh, episode, I will take a little nap and be fresh and ready for girls hangout tonight. So yeah, um, so yeah, what I want to talk about today, uh, so you guys know I just drove back from Texas. So I took a three-day trip. It was kind of like my summer vacay with my daughter. Um, I took a three-day drive down to Dallas and then it took us three days to get back and um and it was really cool it was really fun um I I must say that right now at this moment I feel like really tired um and I felt that way I actually slept when I got to Texas I slept quite a bit for, for about three days after getting back from that drive because it was just me driving and now um I kind of feel the same way it's it's a slight time change. They are two hours. Dallas is two hours behind Reading. So, yeah, it's a little bit of a time difference. So I drove through that. Um, and then it was just just the fact that it was just me driving that whole time. And it was about a 35-hour 30, trip going and probably about a 32-hour trip coming back. Um, we did stop in L.A. and had a good time with that. So it was it was cool. But I wanted to talk about something that I noticed on my drive. Uh, And it really, it was like the Lord was speaking to me um, real strong. And then I want to talk about something I've been experiencing as of late and how I've been kind of dealing with that. So on the drive, I was on this one particular highway for several hundred miles. I think it was like maybe 600 miles or something on this one one highway. And I think it was Highway 10. So anyway, I'm on this highway and the road starts to curve um, and it's going. I mean, we're all doing about 75 or 80 miles per hour and the road is curving and the road is doing all these different things. There's a couple of forks. There are signs up ahead of me that don't show Highway 10 at all. It just shows like a new route. Like it shows from from spanning from left to right. 
it shows totally different things. One of them was like an exit. Then it shows like a couple of different other highways that are coming up pretty quickly ahead. And so I didn't see I didn't see my sign anymore. So as I'm driving, this happened a few times as I was driving and I would reach over to my phone, which I had mounted on my dashboard and I would reach over and I would light it up because if I was driving, you know, 400, 600 miles on one road, I figured I didn't need my GPS. I didn't have to have it lit and on. I could save my battery life, turn it off and just roll because I know this is the road that I'm on and this is where I'm supposed to be. So as the road starts to go, and basically it's when you're going through different um, cities where there's people that live there, you know, like you have the malls and you have the, the, the restaurants and then this and then that to accommodate the people that live in the city. But when I drove through all that and I, all I could see was, you know, cactus and, and desert, you don't have stuff like that. You don't have splitting, uh, split offs and stuff. You just have exits where you can get off, go get your gas get a snack and get back on the road. So when I started driving through these cities where things were splitting off and things were, you had these different exits and these different highways and these different connections, um, it got confusing. So I would reach over and I would hit my phone so it would light up and show me to make sure that I was still on the right track, that I was still on the road that I was supposed to be on, especially the times where the signs above me did not reflect what I saw on my phone, the directions that I was getting. So as I'm, I think I was coming, I was coming through, I think it was Sacramento, Sacramento, somewhere around there, like a little bit before Sac. And there was this crazy curve. Oh, no, 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 no. Sorry. It was way before. I was in LA still. I was in LA and there, I mean, my goodness, LA, <laughs> I'm telling y'all, I do not want to live in LA ever. <laughs> there was not a time of day. I, I stayed overnight in LA. There wasn't a time of day that the traffic wasn't kind of crazy. It's some, in some area or at some point, it was just a lot going on out there. You could feel the, in the atmosphere, just, I was tense until I drove out of that place. I was like, oh, okay, I feel better. <laughs> but um, anyway, so I'm in L.A. And they're telling me which road, which highway to take. And it's pretty straightforward. You just take that highway. But the roads were doing different things. And so I got nervous. So like I would always do, I hit the little light. I turned it on. And it said, stay on this highway just stay on this highway. And so I was like, oh, okay. So I'm driving and I kind of relax a little bit. And then there's this other fork in the road. And I think I'm keeping straight or is, is if I curve over to the right, is that still straight? Or should I like stay to the left or what should I do? So I push my phone again, lights up, stay, just stay where you are, stay on 10 North, just go. And I'm like, okay, okay. So, so during that time, I heard the Lord speak to me about how our lives can mirror uh, a road trip. 
and how we we could be on this road and on this path. And maybe before you left your neighborhood, you God was saying, okay, before you left your house, you had a lot more turns to make. So you, you come out on such and such a street, you make a right, and then you go left, right past that Denny's, and then you make that right a half a mile up, and then you go left, and then there's the highway. And then when you get on the highway, you're going to stay on there for 300 miles. But before you got to the 300-mile mark, you were actually making all these turns and all these twists and all these curves because you were leaving your house. And so what I got out of that was that a lot of times when we start out, um, it, things may seem exciting and, and you're getting instruction from God and it seems like he's saying, go left and you go left and he's like, go right and you go right. And he says, okay, keep straight for two miles and then you're going to turn here. And you're like, yes, yes, instruction. <laughs> yes. And you're getting it. And it's like, yes, I'm on it. And God is speaking and I'm hearing him and I'm doing it. And then he's like, okay, keep straight for 300 miles. And and, and all around you, you, you do good. You do good for the first 50 miles you're like yeah but then you hit the city and in the city everybody's exiting and coming on and they're 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 going shopping and they're doing stuff and life is happening and you have to keep straight and it's like wait am I supposed to be that looks cool over there aren't I supposed to be making a right here guy and he's like no keep and as you check in <laughs> as you as you hit your little button and you go to God you say God am I still good did you change your mind am I supposed to be making a left here or exiting right here he's like no keep straight for the next 250 miles you've got this and so I just wanted to encourage you guys today um that that's kind of how I feel like I'm where I am right now. So it might just be a word for me, but I'm sharing it with you guys. I feel like maybe it's a word for somebody else other than me. But just stay on the road that he that he puts you on. Don't worry about other people getting off. And, and, and you know what? To be totally honest, I actually did not care about who was getting off or getting on. I wanted to make sure that I was where I needed to be. That's one. And then number two, I know and I knew that there was a destination that I was headed towards. So besides me getting off for a small break, bathroom break or a snack, I actually wanted to stay on the path. So I wasn't worried about people making progress ahead of me. You know, even while I was driving, that's so that's so crazy. Even while I was driving, people were um, I noticed like a cluster. I started to get like a pattern that I would notice where a cluster of cars. It would start off with one person who may have passed somebody up and then they, they got into this like race. And so I would always pull to the right behind the slowest truck and sit there and drive 55 miles an hour until that whole cluster of cars were way ahead. And then I would get back over to the left and speed on up and keep rolling because I didn't want to get into a competition on this road trip. I just wanted to drive and get where I needed to go. I'm not trying to compete with you because if you get into a competition and you'll end up going far above the speed limit, come on, I'm preaching right now. You better catch what I'm throwing out here. Hey, shababa. <laughs> Stay with me. <laughs> I'm going to change my podcast, too. Sometimes I laugh at myself because I'm always laughing. <laughs> anyway, 
So, <laughs> so you don't want to go. So what happens if you start getting in competition with other cars, other people, I'm doing the quote fingers with my hands right now. If you start getting in competition with folks, then you're going to go way above the speed limit and then you're going to get pulled over. And it's so funny because it won't be the other person. It be you. <laughs> then you're going to get a ticket and it's going to be a fine that you're going to have to pay later on. So, I, you know, I had to calm my heart down so many times on this trip. I used to have such an issue with road rage. It was really bad, y'all. Like, really, really, really bad. Um, it would so bother me. I actually would take it home with me. I would be so angry at the person in the car behind me or in front of me or whatever that I would I would take it home. It would take me like a day to get over. I mean, this was really, really bad. Until I started to, this was, this was, I kind of, I defeated that thing a couple of years ago, but I still practice the thing that I use to defeat it because if not, I know I could go back into it. I know it was not healthy because I drive everywhere. So you can't be, you can't have road rage. It's just, it's just not good for anybody. And so, um, what I would do is, for example, I was going to the mall while I was in Texas and Hold on, guys. Hold on one second. Okay. I was going to the mall while I was in Texas. And this lady, I didn't know if it was a lady or a man initially. But I was making a right turn. I was in the right turning lane. And I was going the speed that I was supposed to go. Well, she swerves from the lane next to me, swerves into my lane. Like she threw her signal on as she was doing it. And um, I barely missed hitting her, like clipping her. And so she was in front of me. And I mean, I was furious <laughs> initially. And I felt myself tense up. I felt my shoulders go up. And I knew I was ready to fight. And then when she did it, my instinct was I blew the horn. It wasn't even like it was I was so close to actually she was like sliding into the nose of my car. So I had to brake in order to not hit her. And so. I blew my horn, though, as she was sliding over, but she did it, like, really fast. So she jumped over in there, and she was there. And, I mean, I tensed up. Oh, man, I was I was upset initially, just for a second. And then I said out of my mouth, I forgive her. Or I f- actually said I forgive them. I forgive them. It's cool. She's there now. She, You know, they're in front of me now, so there's nothing I can do about it. And... And if I act a fool and try to swerve around this person, it's it's not gonna it's not going to bring glory to the name of the Lord. So it's cool. You know, I just tell myself I forgive them and it's cool. Like I think about what it could be if I try to clown or if I just let it go and letting it go always seems the best thing. So I drove up and she ended up in the left lane and I ended up in the right turning lane. And I slowly, when she got over to the left, I could have gassed it and like sped all off and stuff. But I went real slow because what I'm learning, y'all, about my spirit and I'm learning about myself is do the opposite of what my emotions is urging me to do in that moment. So my emotions were like, you should gas it. You should go. I mean, you in a charger, you know, she's in this, this whatever minivan you could, man, you could totally like dust her right now. <laughs> And my charger has some get up. It has some go. It's got. It's not a Hemi, but it's got some some 
some output or something is on on written on the side of my car. It's a high output. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. But anyway, so so yeah. So I slowly, slowly, because I was actually okay. So when she got over to the left to make that left on the right, and she left me open to where it was just me between me and that stop sign. It was just me. Well, she had two other cars in front of her. So I could have sped up, looked at her while I drove past her, rolled my eyes and stuck up my middle finger and kept rolling, which I'll, I'll definitely would not do that. But this woman, I, I noticed her little white, little white hair, <laughs> like she was a white lady, but I noticed this little white, little Afro. I call it Afro because sometimes white people, they have Afros too, but it's just their hair texture and a little, you know, they shape it really, really neat and everything. And she's just the cutest little old lady. <laughs> so I figured, you know what? Maybe she forgot that this is where she needed to turn or whatever. I had already forgiven her and I was already in peace. And I, as I made that right hand turn gently, as gently as possible, I heard the Lord say, that's why I love you. And I said, you love me for real? Like, for real? <laughs> I was like, for real, Lord. I just heard him say that to me and I felt his pleasure over me. And I was just thinking like, how sweet is that? That the Lord loves me because I didn't go off because of mercy. You know, that I didn't, I didn't go off on this lady when I could have, I or not go off. You know what I'm, y'all know what I'm trying to say. Like the road rage part of it. So what was my whole point in all of that? <laughs> that we should remain in peace and not get caught up with the competition of it or who seems to be going faster or who seems to uh, be getting ahead of us or, you know, just the pace of it all. Sometimes on that road trip, I would actually slow myself down if I got into a cluster where maybe we weren't competing with each other, maybe everybody was just going, I would sometimes intentionally get behind, get on the right side and get behind a car and slow myself, get behind a car or a truck, slow myself down to a pace that was actually the speed limit or a little bit less. And just to kind of gather myself and say, okay, just calm down. Because sometimes when you are rolling, you're running with other people, uh, a lot of times they will begin to dictate the speed that you go and you're not even realizing it. You know, you might be with a good friend who, yeah, they, they're, they're going back to school. So you're thinking, I'm gonna go back to school. But did God actually tell you to do that? You know, did you take a moment and ask him, Papa, what do you want me to do with, with this season of my life? I'm, I'm in my thirties. You know, I don't have five more years to waste. I need to know, uh, I need exact instruction right now. I'm not 20 where I went to college. I, was, I started school to become a nurse and I decided, oh, I don't want to do that. And then I did something else. And, it's, you know, I, I, can't, I can't do all that right now. I'm 35 years old. I have a 16 year old. I'm not doing all that. <laughs> if God says, I want you to go to college, I need you to tell me that. So I could go on and sign up and go do it. But just because such and such is near me and we're running together and we're doing life together um, and she's going back to college, that doesn't mean that that's for me. So my point in saying that is to say, like, sometimes you got to you got to reel yourself in and kind of lean back a little bit and say, OK, let me slow my pace down. Let me see where I'm supposed to be and what I'm supposed to be doing. And, you know, I look at a lot of people my age. And, um, and, and this is the second part of what I wanted to talk to you guys about. Um, I look at a lot of people my age and I see people and they're on their third kid, 
you know, or they're done. They're done having kids and and they are doing the things in life that they have set out to do. And life for them is just beautiful. And then I look at myself and I say, wow, yeah, you, you're 35 and you, you went to ministry school and that's great. And everybody that I've talked to that knows me, they're so impressed with you know, the fact that I travel and I'm just kind of living my life right now. And I'm telling you, I'm living my best life. I'm enjoying myself to to the 1000th degree. <laughs> but to be totally honest, I never, I, you know, I've always loved and wanted to travel. But more than that, I've always wanted and loved family. You know, I've ne- I never... I never thought from from as long as I can remember, I wanted to be a wife. I wanted to be married and I wanted to be a a mother and I wanted to love my husband and actually care for my home. And if that was all I could do or had to do, I would love to do that. Like that was my dream. So for me to be living this alternate reality, (laughs) this other dream or this other life, I would say is beautiful, but it's not exactly what I wanted. What I wanted was my husband next to me. And I wanted to look in the face of my children who look like the both of us and say, wow, look at what the Lord has done. But here I am, you know. And so I struggled this past week. And I know on one of my podcasts previous, I talked about, um, oh, the one where I talked about what we say and, and, and say what we say and what we don't say and how I was having some struggles then. Um, but I was really, really struggling this week with in my mind with um with where I am and I know I know that I'm on the brink of something great I know it but when you look in the natural at things when you look at the way they are right now man sometimes it hits you so I think it had been coming all while I was in Texas and then when I came, I left Texas and I was driving and and I uh, I got to Whole Foods in L.A. in this really posh uh, area of California, not L.A., it was Newport Beach. And it was really posh and it was really upscale. and Everything was just so. And I, I was driving up and me and Gianna had been on the road at that point for a day, headed back towards Reading. And I remember being in Whole Foods looking around. And I heard the enemy say, it's so funny too, because Whole Foods is a it's a grocery store. <laughs> but it was the beauty of the just the excellence, the way they did things. I loved it. And it was like I heard, you know, you're never gonna you're never gonna be here, right? You know, you're never gonna be out of debt. You're never gonna you know, it was just just these things and 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 self-image stuff like yeah you're not you're not beautiful this is this is who this is what you what you have right now is what you're gonna have and man that thing hit me like a ton of bricks and my daughter was there she was walking around the store and and bopping and we were just trying to get some stuff before we hit another long stretch of road and man sadness started to creep into my heart like big time and um I went to the bathroom. I did have to go, actually, but I went to the bathroom. And as I was walking to the bathroom, I really can't tell you what sparked this in me. 
But I said out loud, I said, no. I said, no. And I said, you know what? Everything that God said about my life is, is going to happen. Everything that God said about me is going to come to pass. So, no. I said, I reject that. And I said, you know what? I will be debt free before this year ends. <laughs> you know, I just started to declare. And I said, I'm gorgeous and I'm worthy of love. And I started to talk out loud to that thing, man. And it was, and I felt, man, I felt, I felt it lift and I felt different. And then when I got outside to go to the car and I started driving and I was reflecting back because it wasn't like, it was like there was still a mist but it wasn't just laying on my shoulders heavy because at that point I realized who it was, but it was still swirling around me a little bit. And I, and I felt like crying and I, and I did tear up a little bit. And my daughter, she wasn't really paying me any attention. And I said, um, as I was driving, I noticed, I looked up and I noticed there was a rainbow and it had not rained at all. And it was burning hot outside, but here's this rainbow that appeared out of nowhere. And I said, God, yeah, your promises to me are yes and amen. And I just believe, and I'm going to believe until I die, that you are going to come through, that you're going to do the things that you say you're going to do through me and in me. And so, yeah, so I drove home. I mean, I had defeated that, and I I won the war on that one, or the, the battle, I should say. And I get home, and I'm learning something, too, about when you're physically exhausted, um... Those are the times you just have to be the most careful with your thoughts, the thoughts that come in, because when you're tired, he's so he'll take a cheap shot and he'll just the enemy just comes and attacks like crazy. So I got back home and not only that, I had started my period, which that drains the heck out of you. So I had that and then I was exhausted, <laughs> so tired and I started feeling like this attack. So I'm lay- I'm laying down because I know I need to sleep. But then there's this other side of me like, get up, read your Bible, like do something. You need to be doing something. Why aren't you doing something? Do something, you know? And I'm just like, but I'm so tired. But I'm going to get up and I'm going to try. I'm going to really try. I'm just going to try to like worship or do something. And then I, I couldn't. So I just slept. And then I-, I woke up and it was like, you're worthless. Like, how is God going to use you? You're not even faithful. You didn't do something. You didn't get up. You know, just, I mean, I was just bombarded with all of these things, you know, and I just started to declare. No, I declare. So like declaring for me in this season has been so instrumental and so necessary for my survival. I don't know how before I wasn't doing it because I know I talk about this probably every podcast, but y'all, y'all need to do it because it is so, when I leave stuff open and just let stuff ride, it, it's, it, it, it never, my day always ends up with me just barely getting in the bed and making it. But if I declare the stuff that comes, if I decree the opposite, man, it actually works. I stand, I stand as Christ in the earth right now as I'm standing. So I'm like realizing the power of my words and it actually works y'all. So I'm declaring stuff that that first day back and and it's and I'm feeling it and it's working. But I still felt the mists, the swirl, the the 
uh, that little ache that you get that's still kind of there. Like, uh, I don't really see what's happening. I don't have further instructions for my life. I'm still kind of wondering what I'm going to do. And I'm grown like this. You know, I want to get settled somewhere for my daughter's sake so she can enjoy the last two years that she's going to be in my house before she goes to college. So I'm just trying to like process things. Well, that that next day, that next day after that, um, it, it hit me. It hit me hard. And I couldn't. I just, I didn't, I didn't declare anything. I just laid there and I just let the soft, warm tears flow. And I just laid in it for a little bit. (laughs) And I realized that this is no good, but I didn't have the strength to fight on my own. So I text my sisters in a group message. And I said, girls, listen, I'm crying for no reason. I'm, I'm feeling like not good and I need y'all to pray. And that was it. And I'm telling y'all within 10 minutes, everything had shifted. I was up. <laughs> I took a shower. I was cleaning my house a little bit. Like I'm, I'm still even tired from the trip, but there's a difference between tired and being under attack and, and you know, warfare coming. And what this warfare is doing is, and I'm bringing you back around to what I initially was talking about with the roads, with the signs on the road. You know, I might be 100 miles into a 500 mile journey, you know, or let me tell you guys something. The journey from Reading to Texas was 2,000 miles, 2,000 and some miles, okay? And back, same amount. So these long stretches that I drove, were just a part of my journey. After I did that 500 miles or 600, then they told me, get onto this highway and you're going to do that for another 500 miles or 300 miles or whatever until we tell you the next thing to do. But the point is, it's a journey. And there are parts and pieces and, and we have to just, we have to stay on our journey, but use the people that God put around you and ask for help when you need help. You guys, for, for a second, like I was in bed and I thought about it and I thought about suicide and I didn't think about suicide that, oh, I wanted to commit suicide, but I was thinking about the suicide rate that how it has increased, you know, and the people that we're seeing take their own lives. And, and in that moment, it made sense to me. And then I said, wait a minute. Wait a doggone minute. <laughs> is this what the spirit is? Is this what this is? Wow. And I'm such an advocate for people not killing themselves. Like I will come to I will come to your house at three in the morning. Like I will sit with you. I heard a pastor say one time that, oh, somebody called him and said he was going to commit suicide. And he said, well, if you really going to do it, you would have done it. And he went back to sleep. And I'm thinking... You know, we we laughed at the time like, oh, you're so great. But actually, no, like if a person if if they're saying that and if they if you think they just want attention, then there's still something wrong there. So let's 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 go over and let's talk to them or let's let's have them, you know, like be discerning, but also be kind and realize that it could be you, you know. So I don't want to get off into something, a whole nother realm of things. Uh, But I just want to encourage you and encourage me and encourage us with this this podcast that if um, the Lord has you on something, just stay the course. I loved it. It was every time I looked at the phone and when I when I opened up the 
the app, I noticed, I said, oh, it says just stay or it says stay on blase blase. And it was like the little blue line indicating you're doing well, because if I was doing wrong, it would have showed rerouting and it would tell me to flip around and go in, you know, a different way. But it said stay on. That means you're on it. Stay on it. Don't get distracted. Don't try to exit too soon. Yeah, you probably, sometimes we need a break. We've been doing well for so long and you need to just lay down and sleep for two days and don't worry about my condemnation was, oh, you you know, you, you haven't, you haven't read your word in two days. You have to pray. You have to stay on top of these things. And no, I have a loving father who lets me exit and take a pee break and get gas and refill. Sometimes it's just natural. You just have to actually sleep and it's okay. So yeah, Lord, thank you so much for this podcast. Thank you for um, the things that you've showed me on this journey, on this trip to and from Texas. Lord, you're so good. And I, I just love you with all of my heart. <laughs> and Lord, I just pray that um, anybody that's listening that is struggling with depression or maybe maybe they're struggling with, Lord, what are you going to do with my life? Or maybe they feel like, You know, they've lived for so long and it feels like nothing's going to change or whatever, whatever the enemy might be trying to whisper. We silence his voice right now in Jesus name. And Lord, I just I just come into agreement with my brother and sister. And I, I just decree right now and declare that no weapon formed against them will prosper. And every tongue of the enemy that rises up in judgment, we will condemn to be in the wrong in Jesus name. So, God, I thank you for your promises for them are yes and amen. And Lord, that before this year ends, I just decree and declare debt freedom in Jesus' name. I thank you, Lord God, for an abundance of, of, of finances for the people that really need it. And Lord, I, I just thank you, Lord, for instruction on what you will have us to do with this life that you've given us in Jesus' mighty name. So Lord, I just I just praise you. And also, um, I want to say that, and this is for you guys, I'm, I'm not, I'm done praying, kind of, but not really. Um, but also I want to say one thing I knew, even in the fray, even in the middle of the fight, even in this battle of, of my mind, I knew not to say anything. Like if I, if I couldn't declare what was right and what was good, I didn't say anything. I just cried. I just let my feelings feel what they wanted to feel, but I didn't open my mouth to say anything derogatory against what God was doing because I know he's moving. And if, if we go again, when he's in the middle of, of, of moving, it, that's why I feel like the pressure is, is so on. I try to keep my, 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 my Christ mindedness because the pressure is so on from the enemy for us to say the opposite of what God is doing right now. He just wants you to speak it. Oh, I ain't never going to be nothing. And oh, it ain't never going to go well for me. What? No, don't, 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 don't. I don't care if you have to bite your own tongue. I don't care if you have to slap yourself. Like literally don't say, if you, if you don't have the strength to say what's good, don't say anything. And, and a lot of times what helps me is I'll just sing a song. Even if I don't believe or feel it in that moment, I just say, 
God, I trust you. All your promises are yes and amen. All your promises are yes and amen. I will rest on your promises. My confidence is your faithfulness. I will rest. I will rest in your promises. My confidence is your faithfulness. And you just keep singing. I don't even know if that's the same. I mean, it's two different songs I just mixed up. But sometimes I just sing or I just speak. And if I can't, I don't say a word. Because I say, Lord, I believe you. And that was the last thing I said. And that's the last thing I want him to remember me saying. So that when he comes with all his goodness and all his faithfulness and all his love, (laughs) here I'll be waiting. So I bless you. Um, I really feel like I hope that went all over the place. I really tried to keep a general focus. (laughs) But I love you guys. And um, I will definitely talk to you guys this coming week, next week. We got some topics coming up because, uh, yeah, we'll talk about it when the time comes. Hallelujah, holler back. Or Africa shall be saved.